0: She is sure, she is strong, she is strong, she is true, she is true. She is
1: brave, she is bold, she is bold, she is you, she is sure, she is strong, she is strong, she is true, she is true. She is brave, she is brave, she is bold, she is bold, she is you. Hi and welcome to the show. This is Tonya Torellis, host of Be Our Planet Solution inspiring the power of one reusable at a time here on word of mom radio and my guest today I'm super excited I'm with Martin narrow he is with EV tech but it's becoming recycle tech and we met in Albany a couple weeks ago and you if you've been following our stories you know that I've been going back and forth to Albany and helping with beyond plastic and other organizations because New York State is on the verge of becoming groundbreaking for packaging reduction. But there's also another bill that really needs our help. It's a bigger, better bottle bill. And Martin really, and he's the founder, and he has a team of people that are trying to really streamline the return of bottles process so that it's just easier for people, easier to get their money back. There's a lot of money we leave on the table in New York State. 800, um, 800
2: million dollars. 800 annual.
1: million. So I'm going to turn to Martin and Martin it's just so great to meet with you face to face on this. It was wonderful to meet you in uh, in the halls of Albany. <laughs> so tell us my viewers about the process in which you came to this. You're a young guy and you really are seem very dedicated to it. So what inspired you? What what gave you your start?
2: So, my father's always been a you know, role model in my life, and uh, he had a really hard upbringing, and he ended up working really hard, got into a great company, and so he's always been a, a big role model for myself, and right before college started, he gave me a book, and it was called The Business of Good, and it was all about how you could structure a business to be a billion dollar company, but you could do that by helping the environment, you could do that by helping uh, localized communities, and so it was all about figuring out how can you build uh, a very profitable company while directly giving back to uh, the environment or the community, social causes. And I, I thought that was such a great idea. Uh, I fell in love with it. And then when I was attending the University of Rhode Island, we started uh, a non-profit organization called the Ocean Notion. Uh, oh, that's we, a great name. Yeah. yeah it was uh, oh, that's super cool. My co-founder at the time, Peter Mitchell, he's now the, uh, the CEO of uh, Flux. Uh, they went public. Uh, one of the, the crypto stock exchanges, he's out in Germany now, but he came up with the name and basically the concept was how can uh, how can we just do beach restoration? And we were part of different college uh, organizations. And so we had hundreds of people going out doing beach cleanups and we wanted to recycle all the material that we were collecting. However, the, the systems weren't in place for us to really recycle everything we were picking up from the beach. And it started to dawn on me that we're going to the same beach week after week and we're picking up more and more material, and yet it has to be burned or buried. So I felt like systematically there was a huge change that needed to happen. When I went home that summer, uh, I was working for a bar called the Dublin Deck here on Long Island. and I don't know why I don't know
1: that one, (laughs) (laughs) but I'll have to learn. Oh, yeah, they...
2: They, uh, they, they're a very large tiki bar out in Patchogue. And okay. When I was barbacking there, I realized they were throwing away all the bottles, and I asked, you know, how many containers they, they buy in a year, and he said about 2 million bottles and cans is what they buy and sell in the summer. And I did the math, and I was like, you know, that's almost $100,000 in... Five cents. In five cents. So I asked the owner if I could start to recycle the bottles, and uh, Mark was always very supportive of Literally almost any idea that I came up with there, he, he let me run with it and Fabulous. next thing I knew I was making almost as much money as the, the, bar, the bartenders between bar backing and recycling the bottles. It was, uh, it was a great business and we were preventing it from going into their dumpsters so they were saving money from the waste hauling fees. So it was really a, a win for the business, a win for uh, myself, a win for the environment. And I just started to think, maybe there's a, a bigger business here. And I always kept that in the back of my mind. And when I graduated uh, from the University of Rhode Island, I, got, I landed my first contract with the town of East Hampton. And I started to have them deliver uh, loads of material to, to this location that we're at today. Um, so, I, I so you
1: started the l- relationship with them a while ago.
2: I started I started my relationship with uh, the Dublin Deck back in 2016. That's when I guess I really I started to fall in love with being able to recycle these containers and return them for five cents. Kind of kept on that path.
1: And then you met here where we are now in the Redemption Center.
2: Yeah. Well, that's I mean, incredible. There's a couple of steps that I skipped. but. It, you know give or take I, I was traveling from University of Rhode Island to an accelerator program in Manhattan every Thursday night for a whole semester uh, out of the 68 teams in the accelerator program uh, our team won. That's when FTEch was was born so it went from the ocean ocean during college Wow. to the summer working at the bar recycling the bottles the next semester I said I want to try to make this a real business traveled from the University of Rhode Island to Manhattan every weekend. We ended up winning that accelerator program. That's excellent. I became more passionate about the work that we were doing. Graduated from school uh, a little early, moved moved back home, and through connections the, I was recommended to try to land a contract with the town of East Hampton. Uh, with barely any real business experience, somehow they gave us the contract, and I had a week to figure out where I was going to tell them to drop their truckloads of material, and that's when I met Uh, the team here at All Deposit here in Brentwood Bayshore. They said we'd be more than happy to partner with you. And I ran a night crew for more than the summertime. I learned that recycling municipal plastic was a miserable uh, process. It was uh, highly contaminated. It was just dirty, it smelled. We were using an all-manual picking station. So was myself and about a half dozen women it was very labor-intensive very labor-intensive and I realized that it just there was a better way to do it because around the corner all deposit had a, a redemption center where Correct. customers were bringing them perfectly sorted bottles and cans very very clean and at the time the plastic that we were buying from the town of East Hampton we could sell a pound of PET PET plastic for six cents a pound so if you do the math, that's about 48 uh, Pohn spring bottles. And you could sell 48 Poland spring bottles for almost, I think it's $6.08. So you could sell, you could sell it for $0.06 a pound or you could sell it for almost uh, $6. Wow. Right. Uh, Quite the math. Yeah. So it's, the multiples on it were, were incredible. I think it was $4.08 actually. It's, it's $4.08. A it's still a lot for of 40. money. It's, it's 8 cents okay. a half cents a container.
1: We'll forgive you <laughs> if it's off by a little bit. It just shows <laughs> the disparage and how, how wide the range is. And so that's really kind of what matters for that one. But it's incredible. I mean, I believe that growing happens not when things go easily, but when things are challenging. And mm-hmm. so what you brought... It, you know, as bad as rough as it was at the beginning because you went through that and you saw the downsides of the municipal waste and, and that's what the problem is now because the bitter, bigger, better bottle bill really wants to kinda help that and the fact that it's not dead in the water yet but it's looking like it's dead in the water, you know, really is it's disheartening because mm-hmm. back in the day when I worked at the mm-hmm. bar, they didn't throw away the bottles. They yep. cleaned them. And they sterilized them, and so they just, you know, kept going back in the system, which this bill would allow the wineries in Hudson Valley and Long Island to start doing that again. Mm Because, you know, you can't just always be making new things. So you now have taken this knowledge. You were doing this at night, and then that's, so now the next step was after you saw the problem. You
2: addressed what the problem was. How did you come up with the solution? So after we identified that uh, municipal waste was a suboptimal system to uh, the deposit return system, I wanted to learn how we could create efficiencies with the deposit return system. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to figure out how we could increase the deposit return system because in my mind, you know, we could create a system that's a a multi-billion dollar system that is directly helping the environment and Pays people to clean the environment, so it checked every box on my list. Like, this is a business that is really uh, for the betterment of society and the environment. How do we make it better? And that's when I ended up meeting with my uh, my co-founder today, uh, Yoni Saltzman. He worked for he was in, uh, worked for NASA for a little while. Then he worked for Honeybee Robotics. Uh, he has technology that's in space, and he introduced me to one of our other mechanical engineers, uh, Shazad who has technology currently on Mars. So we were able to meet a very bright group that was able to kind of take this problem, which was it's so manual. The deposit return system is so manual and labor intensive. The product's so clean. But because of New York state laws, you have to buy everything by the unit. You can't buy it by weight. So you need to know exactly how many containers you're buying. Then you have to figure out how do you separate everything by brand, separate everything by size, and they were doing it all manually by hand. So that's uh that's when our team stepped in and started brainstorming on how can we automate that system and create more efficiency. And really we were we decided that we needed to create a, a vision system. So we, we set out to create uh, a neural network. It's just an A, it's these different AI algorithms uh, kind of baked into a, a video lens that allows us to see everything on a moving belt. And that is the core technology around all of our other hardware and software systems is the ability to extraordinarily quickly identify anything on a moving belt by brand size commodity and then outputting metrics such as how much should, uh, how much should be paid out, what is the dry weight per container, etc. And once we were able to get that technology to the point where it could be in the field, we started building all supplementary technologies, that both software and hardware. Wow,
1: that's that's incredible stuff. And then to actually take that technology, how did you then get it built and actually to being able to be used?
2: Yeah. So it it was a very long road. Um, for the first three years of the company's life, it was completely bootstrapped. Um, that's a term in, in the startup world where basically the the founders are bootstrapping it. Like very, I'm sure you're very familiar with. with your Stanley, company. I'm
1: extremely familiar yeah. with that term. <laughs> <laughs> that um, and have a sweat equity.
2: Oh my goodness! <laughs> there was definitely sweat and blood equity. Uh, went into the first couple of years. I mean, I remember. Uh, I paid all my rent. Was able to take my 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 wife or my, my girlfriend at the time out on dates, all with money made from bottling cans that were <laughs> picked up and recycled. I mean that's that's how I lived since I graduated school. That's been my really the way I've been able to. to well, fuel.
1: that's yeah, when we were campaigning in in um, in Albany and talking to everybody. We were saying that like the people who you know are redeeming it because. You know, it, it would be nice if everybody joined in to pick up trash and waste in our parks, but let's face it, they don't. Yep. But if you started adding to the revenue, the stream of what can be recycled, and you increase the fee, you're going to get more people out there helping to clean up the world, and people look at, oh, it's just five cents. But when you multiply it, as you did, Obviously, it really can help.
2: It's, it's such an incredible thing where anyone has the ability to go out there and collect these bottles and cans, right? It's, it, and the, you can do that with a lot of other businesses too, right, and this is very, like, hands-on, but it, uh, that's, that's what funded the company for the first three years. It allowed us to build our first prototypes, fund our first technology, uh, but really the, the core of how, how did we get it to where it is today? we found people that truly believed in the company's mission that we will develop a billion-dollar company by helping people and the environment with the deposit return system and we're able to take on incredibly intelligent engineers uh, that work for sweat equity uh, weren't paid for the first two to three years that they were on the team they were just doing this off hours Uh, on their lunch breaks. They put in the time to get uh, the company to the point where we had a proof of concept, and once we had a proof of concept, we were able to go and raise our first pre-seed round with some family and friends. Many of my family and friends were like, oh, this is cool, but I don't even recycle. I don't know if it's gonna work. This is very risky. But there were a few people that that saw the passion and the dedication over the years, and they put in enough to kind of get us jump-started. And then that led us to uh, working with our strategic partner, where we're sitting today, and they were able to put in some more capital to kind of further the technology along. And then just last year, we applied for a grant that the state of California uh, had output. So with all of their non-redeemable containers, uh, with any of their redeemable containers that weren't recycled with the deposit system, they had a, a pool. That they then gave out to companies who were looking to start up new redemption systems, and we we applied for that grant pool, and they provided us with a, a million dollar grant. So that's non it was non dilutive funding, which is incredible. And what uh, we had to deliver to them was a, an innovative deposit return system. And so what we done is we, we took our AI vision technology and we put it into a buying kiosk that sits on a mobile trailer. And that's what we'll be launching to California uh, starting on August 1st. We're contracted with the city of Sunnyvale. And just very recently, we received another half-million-dollar tranche to expand to the city of Cupertino. So they are... Very exciting. It is very exciting. that we, we're, Everyone that was put into sweat equity... Uh, you know, we were able to now, you know, give them livable salaries and have them on the team full time, still working 60 hours a week plus. It's
1: uh, the way it goes.
2: Yeah. But
1: you know what? You can really see it. I mean, it really is. It's it's there on the horizon. I'm, you know, having being somebody who <laughs> has done the bootstrapping and the sweat equity for a company that really their mission is to do good in the world. Um, I. Totally commend you. you you know, to have taken it so many levels, and I know it feels like forever, but oh. it really is a short time. I mean, what is it? It's like it's like seven years or something, right? You said, it is. or even
2: less. I guess the idea was originally, yeah. Six seven years. Six, That's seven years.
1: Really, honestly, and then you know the world shut down in the middle of it all. So. Yep. You know, power to you. I'm going to take this opportunity to take a little bit of a break. Hear from our amazing sponsors. And then when we return, I want to hear if there's something that you feel like I can do. I feel like I, I just will do anything to help you, of course. And how you feel we can best promote you in a way that, you know, really feels like it'll help you to get to the next level. Awesome. All right. All right. So here's a word from our wonderful sponsors.
3: She is brave. She is bold, she is you, and we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win.
0: Unsilenced Voices has been working diligently in Ghana, Sierra Leone, Rwanda, and the USA to combat domestic violence sexual abuse, and human trafficking. We currently have over 50 young girls on a wait list in Sierra Leone to go through a vocational training program to get them off the streets and out of harm's way. We have gifted over $33,000 to U S survivors and are looking for volunteers and donors to help us continue our cause. Please visit us at www.unsilencedvoices.org. Again, unsilencedvoices.org for more information.
3: Are you experiencing insomnia, brain fog, hot flashes, mood swings, and more? These are many of the symptoms women experience on a daily basis affecting the health of their brain and increasing the risk for dementias like Alzheimer's disease down the road. A healthy lifestyle can make a big difference for the health of the brain, but brain love health took it further and created an innovative nutritional supplement, especially for women, to support us through this transitional time while also promoting better sleep and long-term brain health. Don't wait any longer to help your brain age well. Why let it deteriorate? The health of your brain is in your hands. To begin protecting it today, visit brainlovehealth.com. That's B-R-A-I-N-L-O-V-E-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Don't let the name fool you. StadiumBags.com is not just for sports fans. Our clear bags make it easier for you to get into any venue that you go to. And in today's world where we are so concerned about germs, the materials that our bags are made with are strong enough to stand up to the solvents that you can use to clean your bag so you know you come home safely. So check out StadiumBags.com. You'll see why we are the clear choice because safety, it's in the bag. And we're back we're here just wrapping
1: up with Martin. We're just so blessed to know that there's people like you out there doing the good work. And, yes, there is a way to do good in the world and also to make money. Just not wrong. Capitalism is not a bad thing. Yeah. But, you know, you do have to remember your core and what you're here for. And it looks like you've really balanced that, and I, I just commend you for that. And, and your team. I hope one day I'll meet other people in your team. I know I met the people downstairs they're actually doing all the work and as you as many of you know I also bake crumb cakes so <laughs> I don't go anywhere invite me anywhere because I come with gifts.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always come
1: with a garment bag which Martin will get and I always come with crumb cakes and oh. yummy crummies. so the,
2: the crew is very excited for all that crumb cake.
1: <laughs> well I'm super excited. Somebody was like Ooh, there's salty caramel with chocolate chip. <laughs> <It is. laughs> so now what's next for you? Well, we, you already kind of told us what's next because California sounds like a really great launching pad for you. Is there anything that you think that we can do? Um, is there anything you're struggling with, like something as far as like outreach? Like I know we're working on this bill. Is there, you know, because the redemption centers, as you said, are are in financial straits.
2: Yeah, right now it's it's a really scary time for... A lot of these redemption centers, and uh, again, just to give an explanation of what a redemption center is, they are a, a business that buys back your five or 10 cent and cans. They are one of the only locations that could buy back an unlimited amount of containers, and they could buy back any container as long as it is marked uh, New York State Deposit or that state deposit, right? So if you're in California, or Connecticut, or Maine, as long as it's marked with that state, the Redemption Center could take it back. And they're one of the few com- companies in a community that actually sh- shell out hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars directly back to the community. And I think that's such a unique aspect that a Redemption Center has, is that so many local businesses, uh, you, you pay them for a product, and, and that is great and absolutely necessary. However, a Redemption Center is almost like a, a reverse bank where people go to it to get paid. And that stimulates the entire community in which uh, those people live. So,
1: so you we're not even just talking the fact that they employ people from the community, which is fantastic. But like when we were downstairs, there was an older gentleman who came in with bags of of cans that he then in turn got money for. And he didn't go to have to go to his local grocery store and one by one put them in. He just was able to sort them in his house, bring them in clear plastic bags, and they were already sorted. They went through. I watched the machine in, like, what, like 10 seconds? Ten, uh, counted 200 and something cans, and he then was able to get paid. Is that, that's the way it works. Yeah, right?
2: that's, that's the way it works. It's... It was, it's that it's that easy when you go to a redemption center, and the problem that we're facing and the one ask that we have is that this bottle bill needs to be expanded. So the state created this deposit return system, and it created this this huge economy, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars, nearly a billion dollars of value flow through this deposit return system every single year but the state has not updated the, the bill language and that is starting to put these redemption centers out of business it is preventing recyclables from getting back into the circular economy and it's negatively impacting local community members and businesses and municipalities And because and now they're going
1: to have to pick up the slack
2: they're going to have to pick up the slack and, and they just uh, municipalities, the way they're structured, they can't get the the same quality material as redemption centers can, because everything gets commingled and, and crushed and smashed in the garbage trucks. So the taxpayers have to pay more, and less material goes to the circular economy. So it's it's a it's really an, we need the bottle bill to be expanded. A great way to look at it is the last time the bill was expanded was in 2009. And in 2009, the minimum wage was around $7. Now, you know, in 2023, minimum wage is $15, $16. And New York State just upped it again this year. So, you know, we could be looking at $17 minimum wage, but the redemption centers are still working on a a 3.5-cent handling fee since 2009. So inflation has skyrocketed, rents increased, utilities increase the cost of labor has increased
1: but their their return
2: value hasn't their return value hasn't and they're they're being limited by the state so that the state passed the law with this handling fee amount created this whole economy and now they're preventing this economy from growing and the state benefits tremendously from this because they keep 80% of every container not redeemed and I mean
1: I hate to say it, I'm not always a huge fan of California but from what you said I am in this because New York State where does that money go I mean I'm sure it goes to something that it supports people in New York State but it should be self-contained that 80% of the unreturned amount should be like in California turned around and gone to new innovative ways like like California is paying you to bring your product out there. And you're going across the country when you're right here and New York State should be really the first in that. Because everything that we've been going through, everyone says New York City, the problem is is that they don't have a place to return their bottles. They don't have a redemption center. They, The grocery stores aren't as big as ones on Long Island so they can't have this whole recycling center. But you know what, you could take your little recycling truck to a park or whatever, and people can be able to do that. And so, you know, it just seems like a no-brainer to me.
2: I, I agree. It's, you know, New York State last year kept nearly $200 million worth of New York residents' money, right, because they paid the deposit. There may not have been the accessible systems for them to return their deposit containers near them and then New York State keeps 80% of the money, and we don't know where it goes. The DEC is supposed to provide that money back to local businesses in New York State to support them, but they haven't released any money since the bill was passed. No one knows where all this money is going that the state's getting, and it's, it's, a, it's a huge problem. I mean, they did create one of the world's best recycling programs,
1: but we, they need to support it now,
2: but they've been and they need to bring
1: it. it to the next level. And so hopefully we'll we'll do a Hail Mary <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and hope that, that they will see the light. This I think that they should, at least if they're not going to expand the fee, they should expand the amount of things that can be. We have to keep what everybody came up with is that glass is totally contaminating the recycling stream. Of what is collected at your home, so mm-hmm. we need to pull the glass out. We need to let these wineries reuse bottles. We don't always have to be making new. We can't. You know me. Yeah. Reuse is my uh, is my middle name. I just it just doesn't make any sense. So hopefully, with your new technology and and all these people that are behind it, we're going to be able to get to the next level. So besides. of course broadcasting this podcast and when when it's done I want you to send it out to wherever you want is there something else maybe we could do to help you is there another way you think to promote is there cause or something that you guys work for
2: well Tanya besides being a, a nurse and helping so many people you know right here in our, our hometown which is so greatly appreciated. My, my wife was a nurse for a while, and I saw firsthand just how special of a person you really need to be uh, to get in there and, and do that work. So you're an angel in my eyes, and I appreciate that. so please keep that up and uh, and just keep keep going around and, and sharing this, you know, getting people on the podcast and sharing your company and your values. and you know the the concept of being able to use reusable containers is the future of, I believe, where society is going. Right, so I believe that systems like redemption centers could even be in a place to handle uh, reusables. You know, I know a lot of uh, restaurants were looking at using reusables and the process of cleaning them up and people taking maybe containers home and then uh, reusing them, I think there's a way to have them easily get back into the circular economy.
1: Oh, maybe we can work together on that. I, I I've already thought of it. So. Yeah,
2: I think, I think so. I've, I've had a few people reach out about. Th- there's an opportunity there to oh, figure I'm, out I'm systems to do that.
1: I'm all in. I've already thought of the <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. system. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, that's what I'm hoping. I'm just like, I'm gonna wear the fact that I'm my 14th anniversary for the business is on uh, on June 8th because Ooh. I'm just gonna be like, no, it's not that it's, too, it's I'm 14 years ahead of myself. Yes. Of everybody else. So um, I am super, super blessed to know you. Your wife, by the way, is always a nurse. You're not yes. used to be a nurse. It never used to be. You you always, always are. And I thank her for everything that she did. And we are going to definitely be working together. And I would love to have you back after August 1st. And yep. once you're out there in, on the other side of the country, and we want to hear all about it, okay? Yes,
2: absolutely. And I would even love to extend the offer to do another podcast with video in Manhattan with our Mobile Redemption Center to prove to Deborah Glick and to New York State that with Mobile Redemption we can serve all of the citizens in, in the Manhattan District. That was a, a huge roadblock for some of our legislators this past session was that we don't have any redemption centers in Manhattan. The big reason is because the bottle bill hasn't been expanded, the handling fees at three and a half cents, redemption centers were priced out of Manhattan. So now we need to come up with solutions on how to get uh, redemption programs back into the city. The easiest way is to increase that handling fee. I uh, know, I'm in. I'm but in. Yeah, I think that's there a good way to go. Short
1: of, short of increasing the handling fee, which I've been saying, that kind of that's what I've been saying lately, is I, th- I think we need to take that off the table. I spoke with enough, enough politicians, nobody in this bad economy wants to tell somebody they have to now pay 5 cents more, even though with inflation it should be 15 cents. Yep. But I get that, but we need to expand the stream. We need to get those glass bottles out of our municipalities and stop contaminating that because then that becomes trash. Yep. And the final thing is, what you didn't say, is they are a zero waste facility here. Yes. The plastic bags that all the cans and bottles and everything come in, they recycle those. The cardboard boxes that they come in, they recycle those. So this is a model, and it's very clean. You really honestly cannot believe, with all the volume that comes through here, what a clean facility it is. So I commend you. I commend the people who own this and I am just really blessed to have known you and met you, and I cannot wait to work together in the future.
2: Well, Tanya, thank you so much. and
1: Okay.
2: Uh, yeah. All
1: righty. And so we're going to close out with that. We look forward to playing this episode for you and having you get to meet Martin and off to our next journey. So to all tuning in, thank you so much for being with us here on Be Our Planet Solution on the Word of Mom Radio Network. We're going to close with our theme song from the Smith sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So until next time, this is Tonya Torella saying, remember, we can all be our planet's solution one reusable at a time. Bye-bye. She is sure. She is She is strong. She is strong.
0: She is true.